Hello, remote friends. The information from this podcast is rich with remote support, but it's even more important that you go from information to application to get the best results possible. Remote work is here to stay, and we want to help you on your way. So let us know how we can support you even more by visiting remotepathways.com. There you will find a quick link to talk with us directly. Reach out to Jen for all your teamwork, leadership, coaching, and facilitation needs. And reach out to Michelle for developing a healthy, sustainable rhythm of life through spiritual practices, 90-day projects, and simple structures to support your remote working journey. Until we connect, thank you for listening. It's such an honor going remote together with you. Let's explore the remote world. Together we'll discover the people, places, and pathways to working remotely. We'll engage in great conversations, share tips and valuable resources, and connect you with voices from the field. Let's go remote together. Hey, Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing fabulous, Jen. Glad to be on the Remote Pathways podcast with you today. How are you? I'm excited too. I'm so excited. I'm cutting you off. and uh, But that's part of like our new world of the hybrid highway, right? If our listeners haven't been with us, our remote pathways sometimes go into the hybrid highways. And certainly as we're recording this in summer 2021, things are moving fast. And so there might be some cutoffs, <laughs> there might be some budding in line, there might be, you know, a lot of complexity, but we're, we're having a good conversation today. I'm looking forward to our topic on teen culture. Absolutely. Me too. And you know what? When I hear you say things like that, all I can hear behind that word is energy, things moving forward. So celebrating that today as well. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you level set for our listeners where we're going today? Yes. Well, today we're going to explore building a robust team culture. And the culture of a team or organization is much more than a few words. It's the way things are done. It encompasses team behaviors, values, mission, practices, priorities, and the motivational factors of a team. So I can't wait until we kind of unfold this, Jen, for the listeners today. Well, I love the fact that you have actually read from my latest book, Reconnecting Workspaces. When I heard you first say that, I said, that sounds really familiar. And you're like, yeah, I'm reading it from page 66 of your new book. And so for any of our listeners, if you haven't listened in in a while, um, Reconnecting Workspaces, Pathways to Thrive in the Virtual, Remote, and Hybrid World. My latest book came out June 15th. Really excited. Of course, it's June 15th, 2021. I should really reference that for our listeners. And uh, it did hit the uh, bestsellers list on Amazon for HR, Human Resources. So would really <laughs> appreciate your support. Um, but I also think it's it's a book that, you know, people are going to find extremely relevant right now. So we're dipping into chapters three and four, which touch on this notion of team culture. And I think team culture is something that hasn't had a lot of attention, right? It, it's something we used to talk a lot about when we were face-to-face. Then in the remote space, I think in the last year and a half, organizations have realized this is an area we have not paid attention to. So as organizations um, hopefully 
move to a face-to-face environment, although there's still a lot of variability there for places around the world, we want to keep looking at what this team culture means. So it's often bandied around, but ultimately it is how do we do things here? How do we do things here? So I want you as a listener to think about what are those elements? What are those words that come to mind, those adjectives that describe how you do things on your team? And Michelle, maybe I'm going to ask you, like, as you think about teams that you've been part of, are there teams that stand out in your mind that had a really robust team culture? Absolutely. Transparency, honesty, fun, sense of humor and play was there because it was a very creative environment. Things like that come to mind. Yes. Yeah. And was that a a remote team or was that a face-to-face team? It's a hybrid. Now that we have that language behind it, I wouldn't have called it that back then. But now that I'm thinking about it, it was hybrid. It was hybrid. And how did that help your team really excel or thrive as I'm using in my, my current lexicon? Yeah. Well, I will also throw in there the piece of the puzzle too, was that we were a virtual first organization. So we all had access to uh, the same materials, no matter the location. So it was easy for us to come together for a conversation or for that transparency to exist because we did have shared files and different things. So we could really move forward um, as a team, no matter where we were, you know, placed locationally, you know. Mm, fantastic. So again, I, I love how you're you're using like here was the culture, but it was grounded in our value of transparency and our pro- processes, our practices, our ways of working reflected that. And that's a really big part of what we want to look at in building robust team culture, whether it is face to face, virtual, remote, hybrid. Um, we need to have that infuse everything we do. It's how we. Uh, create our workflow. It's how we, you know, put people in different positions. It's about how we train people. It's about how we acknowledge and recognize and reward people. So what I hope today's presentation or today's podcast, I should say, is going to spark is really just some wider thinking on what does it mean to have a robust team culture? I love that. I can't wait. I would sprinkle in too that it was a people first organization. So they really tapped into every single voice. They honored every single person and brought every voice into the room to develop the programs, make decisions. Like it really felt like a collaborative environment. Um, So I'll sprinkle that in as well. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to build on that. So people first, right? People first is it's actually a theme of my upcoming TED talk, which will be hopefully live in the world in a few months, if not out by the time that this podcast is released. And people first is, is a big part of that, that presentation as well. So yeah, how, what are you valuing, right? Like, how do you do things and how do people know people internally, people on the team, people around you and people external to the team and the bigger world? How do they know? what your team culture is. And when we have a robust team culture, it's signaled in so many different ways. So would it be, do you think it would be useful if we go down that pathway of, you know, what does, ro- what does team culture look like and how do we know if we have a strong team culture? Absolutely. I think it'll be extremely beneficial, especially during these times. Yeah, well, I think there's really three sort of core areas. These are not the only three, but three that often come to my mind are things like our mantras, What do we say to ourselves? So again, if we can leverage off your example, Michelle, you know, with that, with that organization and team you were part of, what were some of your mantras? What did you say as a team on a regular basis? 
I'm going to have to think on that one. I don't, I'm going to have to remember. I remember what I said to myself, but I'm not really sure what I said. We said as a team. So I remember there were five P's. I still want to bring them on our podcast, by the way, as a guest. <laughs> you can. So if you're listening out there, you know, I'm talking about you. Um, but yeah, there were five P's and I remember professionalism, people, patience, positivity. You know, those are th- some of the things that are coming to mind. I love that. And that's really your motto, right? In some ways, uh, your five P's were your motto, what you believe in and how you do. Yeah, well, I was going to share mottos as a second part, you know, mottos are a bit different than mantras. So mantras are what we say to ourselves. So I'd say here at Potentials Realized, you know, one of our mantras is, of course, daily steps plus consistent action equals momentum. And momentum is actually our Q3 theme. So just to, you know, we'll layer that on, not to detract, but, you know, our mantras really are things, common phrases that we say to ourselves every day. And if you've spent time around me, whether you've been a coach or maybe you're part of the new Reconnecting Workspaces coach certification, there are just colloquialisms, things that we say because it's grounded in what we believe in. And, And part of momentum in the virtual remote and hybrid world is about consistency and the small steps that add up over time. So I hope that's useful. And I'll invite everyone to think about what are your mantras? Um, you know, some teams that I've been part of, and I think this this still is in place with my work here at Potentials Realized is like go above and beyond, right? Go that one extra step. Um, bring all voices into the room. That's part of our mantra. It's been a big part of my world of work for three decades. And so these are things that we not only say to ourselves, but they're demonstrated through our behaviors, our writing, our sayings, etc. Oh, I would add one of ours too is the intro, right? Let's go remote together. There's always that invitation that you're, what is your island? No person is an island that dances in there. I know that I have a little mantra playing in my heart right now, and it's, um, I am willing, I am ready, I've been equipped. Just kind of that perspective like that permission to move forward and take those daily steps plus consistent action equals momentum. Great <laughs> stuff, Jen. Well, you know, now that Plan Do Track has been out in the world for three years, you know, I love hearing not only you, but other people just like really saying, this is, this is my mantra. This is how I operate. This is how I get things done. And I think it's been a liberator for a lot of people in terms of remote productivity because we we have to step back and let momentum take its course, right? We could, we can work as long and as hard as we want, but <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go any faster if you're only doing it sporadically. So mm-hmm. let's go to a third area, right? So team culture elements, mantras, what we say to ourselves, two mottos, how we operate, and you gave us the 5P example. And then the third part is our team identity, right? So like, how do I know that I'm part of this team? And there can be multiple layers to this. So, you know, am I part of the Toronto operations team? Am I part of the global team? I always like to go back to my work with my team uh, out of the Eastern Caribbean. And so I was based in Barbados for many years. My team was in other islands. But it was really key that we had an identity because we were part of a larger whole. And so our identity would actually be shaped through a few things. In those days, we didn't have all these cool technology platforms. We had Yahoo groups. And Yahoo groups were really our 
vehicle to saying, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm part of this XYZ team. And, and then because of some of the themes that started surfacing there, it was interesting as we went to our annual retreat, I used to bring people together for an annual retreat. And I do feel in hybrid work, uh, you know, the, the opportunity to bring people together for almost like a ritualistic planning focused team development session annually, if possible, is essential. And we were able to do it once a year. Some teams I was also part of, we could only do it every two years. But those like face-to-face, shoulder-to-shoulder moments were so key. So I, I digress a little only to say one of the things that surfaced even our Yahoo group in those days was like some themes. And so we wanted to have t-shirts because, of course, when you're part of a team and you're proud of being part of a team, what do you do? You get the swag, right? You get the (laughs) t-shirts. Absolutely. Got to have it. You get, you know, you get the like sweat rags <laughs> for us in those days. And it was, it was very easy actually to figure out what we were going to get because of who we'd evolved as a team. And this is a team that operated across 10 countries, 26 nationalities, lots of different languages, but, you know, we all knew who we were and that those teams, those team shirts, I still have my team shirt. Do you? Oh, I love it. Oh, we're going to have to see a picture on a community call or something at some point. Gift one of mine to my son. And, and like, I I still had it in the wrapping. I still, (laughs) this says a lot. Like it went on planes for years. If if things, if things were going to move with me, they were, you know, like they had to go on a plane. That was it. So I still had one in a wrapper that I'd saved. And you know what, though? He just didn't, he didn't want it. He didn't see it because he's like, but you're my mom. Like, you're not that. You're my mom. So it's interesting, too. But for me, still looking at that T-shirt, it's just, it's just, it brings back a big smile. Oh, absolutely. And I have no doubt that your son, as he gets older, our appreciation grows for those things. We just don't have eyes to see them sometimes at a younger age, but that will definitely be a treasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm curious, how about you, Michelle? Do you have any any elements that um, signal a team identity? Well, it's funny you should say that. I'm so future focused. Um, I'm already thinking about reconnecting workspaces and the fun little um, swag, so to speak, that you have been mentioning. Um, it's so fun to play in those waters. So yeah, I, I'm glad you sort of mentioned that. Stay tuned because there's some reconnecting workspaces swag coming out this fall. I would say by fall 2021, we'll have a little reconnecting workspaces store, which hopefully you and your team will find just as fun as the uh, the growing body of certified coaches around this work will will find you know are finding because part of this in a hybrid space is also having that little structure, that little element that just reminds us, you know what, I'm part of this team. And if we are in an environment where we're hoteling, you know, when I say hoteling, if you're not familiar with that term, you know, many offices, when they are reopening, they're opening in a new design, right? That again, for, you know, health and safety reasons. So people may not have a physical office, they may have a, you know, a hotspot or a designated workspace that gets sanitized every night. So what is the little element that you can take into this new workspace that says, you know what, I'm part of ABC company or I'm part of ABC team. Mm-hmm. And so we're working on creating some of those elements that people can look at and have that can be tucked away, but not be too, too big um, to, to signal, you know, what, I'm part of this team or this is important for you to know about me. 
So stay tuned. Oh, that's so much fun. I love that vision. It is so much fun. And this is this is part of what we want to think about as team leaders and team members. Like, how do we identify who we are um, to ourselves and to the outside world? And in a hybrid space, even more than in the remote space, it's really key that we keep those bonds cultivated. As people will know, and I think we've said this, I've shared this in past uh, podcasts, the high performance is about results and relationships. We need both. So think about what you're doing to build those results and relationships. And that's going to tie into team culture. That's perfect. And, you know, for our listeners out there, we actually see you as part of our remote pathways team. I know that uh, this past 90 days, I got to travel a little bit and I loved meeting uh, remote travelers out in the world. And it just seemed like that natural invitation. Oh, you've gone remote. You're working remote come, let's go remote together. Join us on the podcast and uh, let us know. Bring your voice to the virtual table. We want to hear from you. If you're out there listening, just know we consider you part of our team and we hope that we have a seat at your team table. I love that. And, and Michelle, I'll build on because we'd love to see you live at our community calls. So just a reminder, the first Thursday of every month, 7 a.m. Eastern, we host a 30-minute call. Um, we'd love to have you live, but even more, if you can't join us live, check out the monthly Remote Pathways community calls, and you'll find those on YouTube. Pro- we probably we've done maybe 16 or 17 to date, and just people love them. So join us live. Join us on demand. They're 30 minutes in length, but there's always going to be a nugget in there. Sometimes we're joined by our guest speakers. Sometimes it's just Michelle and I and and others who join in live. But there's always a, a coaching exercise we do to give you some insight around your work. And then we have some discussion around our regular or our monthly themes that we're covering. So what and why? Let's talk a little bit about the what and why of team culture. Why do you think, te- why, why do you think we're even addressing this right now, Michelle? Because identity is one of the key components of team culture. And that's where people need resources right now because everything has shifted and changed. They need to just reconnect with who they are what they're about and how they're going to get things done. But that who we are now that things have changed, they need to reestablish that, reconnect with it. Yeah, love it. So if you haven't had that conversation yet, have a discussion. Who are we and what do we do? Not what what did we do, but what do we do now, right? Because it is going to be different. And whether or not you think you have a strong or a weak team culture like If you haven't yet had the conversation, who are we and what do we do? Now is the time. And people like Michelle or I would be more than happy to facilitate that conversation for you and your team. In fact, this is why I'm growing a body of (laughs) certified reconnecting workspaces coaches. And they are going to be well equipped with all the resources in this book and have the ability to work with teams all over the world because we know that some of you will want to have that conversation virtually, but some of you will want to have that conversation face-to-face. So whatever the domain and, and with the who are we and what do we do, it's like, why? Why do we do this? So it's always going back to that big why. Why do we exist? What impact do we want to have? What's important for us to consider? Who do we serve? Et cetera. Mm, And I'm so glad our hearts are in sync, Jen, because I was thinking about that right now. I'm currently in the training for the Reconnecting Workspaces Coach Training. And I remember the other word, the permission you gave us 
in that training. Reimagine. It's that time to reimagine. Go forwards. Now is the perfect time to do it. So reimagine comes to mind. You planted that seed. We want to reconnect and we want to reimagine. In fact, as I was naming the book, <laughs> one of the many titles that surfaced was reimagining workspaces. But I didn't feel that it, it, I felt that that was powerful, but not as powerful as reconnecting. Because really that's, you know, as coaches, that's what we do. We really help people come together for the conversation. Reimagining is part of it, but so is getting into action around what is envisioned. And so that is, uh, you know, another another doorway into team culture, which I would say is, you know, what are the adjectives that describe you as a team? What are the adjectives that describe you as a team right now? And what are the adjectives that you want people to use when they describe you? So there may be an aspirational element of team culture right now as well as places reopen and reimagine what's possible. What are some examples, Jen? I think with adjectives, it can be anything from the ones that you shared earlier on, you know, sort of transparency uh, to teams that I've been part of. It's like, yeah, we are we are world class. We are inclusive. We are celebratory. We are runners. You know, like I think team culture can look like so many different things. So we want to make sure and why on many of the teams that I've been part of, we've always had inclusivity mm -hmm. as as one of our team culture adjectives, because it, when team culture gets strong, it can almost get to the point of being its own silo. And this is something we don't want to have happen. Oh, so, so this is like the shadow side of the team culture, the right? shadow side of team culture. Yeah, you can have a super strong team culture, which is great for you on the team. But how does that create bonds and connection with others? And so typically in the teams that... I've been part of, we have had discussion around, yeah, what is the what is the underbelly of having a really robust team culture? And so we've usually included things like, yeah, we want to be inclusive. We want to have a team culture that is like, has osmosis. So just like that scientific term, like we can breathe, we're permeable, and mm -hmm. we actually can connect with others. Because I think a value for most of the teams that I've been part of, we've been hybrid, we've been matrix as well. So we want to take learning from that team experience to other teams that we're part of. And that's typically been something that we've articulated and been very specific around. So in being specific around things like that, it's asking the question, what are we going to carry forward from today's team conversation to the other teams that we've been part of? Oh, like pollinators. You said bee, being, right? We're like pollinators. <laughs> I love that pollinators. That's a, I've never thought of that metaphor, but that's a great metaphor. So definitely lots to think about. We started with the foundations of team culture. Who are we? What do we do? And why do we do it? And today we also looked at sort of mottos, mantras, and also team identity. We've looked at the underbelly of strong team culture one area that we haven't touched on much is how is team culture illustrated? And I think we'll leave that for another remote pathways adventure. So anything that you want to mention as we perhaps start winding down on this podcast episode? Oh, I just appreciate and love being on this team, Jen. So just a heart of gratitude. 
Absolutely. And, you know, Michelle, as we come closer to our second anniversary, moving into season three, I want to say, wow, I'm so glad when I said, Michelle, let's start a podcast. You said yes. <laughs> so thank you. We have been able, I think we, together, we've been able to create something really amazing. And Michelle and I both love getting, you know, emails from you, uh, having conversations. That makes our day. So please share this podcast with others. Leave us a review. Subscribe. Because we're, we're going into season three. And I have no doubt that this is going to be just as important and as relevant as it has been for so many of our listeners in the last few years. That's perfect, Jen. So I guess we'll say until next time, we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.